Oh, hi. Welcome to the Overflow Podcast. <laughs> we have, I feel like I'm always laughing and people are probably like, why is she always laughing in the intro? But it's just... Uh, it's giddy. It is giddy. Um, Liam, who happens to be on podcast again today, it was a total fluke. It wasn't on purpose. It was not a it was not a flute. It was actually um, before the beginning of time. God I mean, ordained. God is ordained. Sure no, today before was he that laid day. the foundation of the earth, he was like, and then on this day, yes. the year of our Lord, September 14th, <laughs> 2022, Liam will be on podcast. Um, well, welcome, Liam. Hello. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. <laughs> Alex, Pastor Alex, what's welcome. What's up? What's up? Uh, Pastor Logan. Hi, Sally. Hello. Welcome. Um, excited to have you guys. We are going to unpack a little bit more. Just talk more about abiding. I um, I loved even the sermon planning for this um, when we were just talking about abiding. And mm. the two words that you used were union and communion. And I typed it down in my phone. And I don't know why those words hit me in such a sweet spot, but they really did. It was just like, that is that's what I desire. I think it's what all of us desire mm. is union and communion. Um, and then I think you address some things pretty head on with how to abide. And so I just want us to talk more about that today. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, I do want us to do story time. Mm-hmm. Um, did, I, did I do an intro or did I just laugh? Welcome to the Overflow Podcast. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I did. I think I just <laughs> laughed the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. good. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, who has stories? Let's do story time. Uh, I'll go first. Huh. Um, so I watched, uh, is it a? documentary or a movie i don't know it's a doc- it, yeah it's a documentary cool yeah don't laugh at me bro sometimes i'll say words that are not probably <laughs> pronounced accurately no it's okay you're yeah. in hispanic yeah so we um i watched uh jesus music came out in 2021 um but i had our friend lisa like she texted me last week you need to watch it Da-da-da-da. and then i saw and then you said something like you watched and yeah. i'm like fine lord i'll watch it <laughs> and it's not that i have a thing against like movies like that it's just you know oh listen just, i i had a thing like i yeah. i brandon wanted to watch it and that's why he started watching it yeah. while i was working but like i don't know what it was i was yeah. like the i get scared not scared i don't like i when i don't know yeah. what it's about i don't I also don't like watching like the documentaries that are like bashing other churches yeah. or t- because mm-hmm. those things can be so one-sided and so also just like hurtful and it's like some stuff I just don't need to know and yep. I just want to love Jesus yep. and <laughs> all that stuff. Yep. So I kind of get that way. So I didn't know what it was going to be about. And so that's yeah. kind of why I stiff armed it. Kinda, I, I, I'm the same way. Yeah. So, um, but I went ahead, watched it, um, saw the whole thing, made a bad decision when it went to sleep late, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, when I say it was worth it, it was really worth it. Um, the entirety of this film, um, I would encourage anybody, it's on Hulu, um, to watch it. Um, I don't normally cry. I cried like mm. um, a, a few times. Um, Liz was like, are you crying? And I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. You know, <laughs> you know, like when I'm focused, like I just want to like, I don't be, you know, it's all yeah. that. So, um, but seriously, like this is uh, just for context, like this is a, a beautiful story of how um jesus music or christian music but they call it jesus music um you know was birthed um in the early 70s Mm -hmm. and um and how hippies were like getting saved Mm -hmm. and um and how like just music the holy spirit was really using music as a tool Mm -hmm. for evangelism and um 
and worship and yeah. something fresh, something new. But the the normal traditional mm-hmm. churches were like, no way, this is you know from the devil. And like you see this tension, you see mm-hmm. these people who are truly having encounters with the Holy Spirit yes. with the living Jesus Christ. Yet people are saying that's not Christ, and it's like, and so they start just all these perspectives. Um, and it's just beautiful, you know. Yeah. Um, and especially like, you know, obviously I'm a musician, but like when I see fellow unique creative artistic people mm-hmm. who you know at the end of the day we're all human mm-hmm. of course we're going to have flaws of course yeah. we're going to fail you know um but we put these people on such high pedestals and yeah. then they fall and we bash and it's like they're human yeah. like they're just doing what we're told in the bible that humans mm-hmm. will do yeah um and so one of the things that, that I love um I think Amy Grant you know said mm-hmm. it um at the end was just like um at the end of the day we're all like human people and human flesh that glorify God mm-hmm. like that you know in our uh, weaknesses in our sin in our flaws we all worship the Lord mm-hmm. you know but we get to tell a story and it was just yeah. like my gosh this was so amazing yeah um so I know it's not like perhaps like a story like in that other context but I mean to me it was just so real just seeing that last night yeah um and I would highly highly recommend it really Jesus music on Hulu. Yes. That's it, really it's, good. It's yeah. very good. On I my love, list now. I got to check it out. Yeah. One of the things that I loved in the beginning, well, they were like, of course it started with the hippies. Yes. <laughs> the hippies. Yes. Um, but it, first of all, they, they played a couple of the songs that mm-hmm. they were playing. So it sounded like the music of the time in yeah. the 70s. And I was like, I would listen to this. Like yeah. I would just listen to this on a normal yeah. day. Like it was just yeah. such good music. But one of the things that I loved, it showed that they were doing these like mass baptisms, mm-hmm. like out in the ocean. Oh my goodness! And um, I was as so they're doing when it, I saw that. it, like everybody there, like on the beach, is just raising their hands yeah. in worship. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was such a beautiful thing. Yep. Of like, it is such a net. I think we talked about it. Whatever last mm-hmm. week, like everything that we do has this physical element. Yeah. So even then, nobody had to stand on the beach and be like, raise your hands and give praise to the Lord. They're just like worshiping even with their bodies. Lord, praise you for what what you've done. And I just thought, man, it was just a beautiful picture. And then the other thing I really liked about it, um, one of the speakers from Calvary Chapel, and if you see, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's this Mm -hmm. first church in California that really was accepting of hippies to come Mm -hmm. in and then they started preaching the gospel. But if you listen to his words and like his like preaching and stuff, it is just pure. Yes. It is so, like, even till today, like, when when you have somebody who communicates the gospel in such a pure heart mm-hmm. and has such a deep love for the Lord, mm-hmm. and then you see 50 years ago, it's the same thing. You're like, my gosh, why were people missing this, mm-hmm. like, religious people? Yeah. You know, why yeah. do they think that? You know, just because he had long hair, like, bro, like, yeah. long hairing is not nothing new. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. why are we bashing it now, you know? Yeah. Um, but yet again, like, uh, you know, people perhaps twist the whole like we gotta we can't conform to the world, but yeah. like long hair is not conforming to the world. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it is, it has a lot of more to do with your heart and your mind. Yeah. So either way, it was I was just so uh, in awe. That's really. awesome. So I'm glad you shared that. I'm glad you shared that. I'm sure people will. That's awesome. Anybody else? Story time. Yeah, we had NRS this weekend. Yay! So um, that was awesome. It was one of my favorite nights because it's parent night. And I mm-hmm. love getting to do. Uh, parent nights just because I don't feel like we I mean we get to interact with parents pretty frequently I guess like at church and stuff mm-hmm. but um, I just love to be able to like and I told parents this is like like kind of pull the curtain back mm-hmm. of our ministry so like they can see mm-hmm. what their students get to do on a weekly basis mm-hmm. and um, and so they got to come and hang out at NRS this week and we had like 39 or 40 parents something like That's that show awesome. up yeah it was awesome so 
Um, and over a hundred plus kids That's came great. again, yeah. Um, which, yeah, it's been, it's really cool to see that. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, it was great. We just got to hang out with parents for a while. Um, Liam kind of gave him like a rundown of like, Hey, this is what NRS is. If you don't mm -hmm. know this kind of where we're going. And, um, and also was really, really cool. He was able to basically tell them, Hey, here's what we're talking about from now until next May. Mm -hmm. So like you can be prepared as a parent to know, like these are the subjects we're going to be hitting on with mm -hmm. your students. And so, um, it was just cool for them to see that. And then, you know, they got to be a part of the whole night and experience mm -hmm. what NRS is about and, you know, listen to, I mean, Liam was able, Liam was teaching the students at night and, um, killed it super strong powerful message about um you know who god says we are mm -hmm. really um and and that's kind of where we started and um, so starting this series called what if we're asking these questions like, what if questions about god and christianity yeah. and um and so just excited for where it's going i think students are excited to be there right now and um like i said love being able to partner with parents and we did like a social media technology seminar mm -hmm. with them and just said hey here are some things you need to know when it comes to social media mm -hmm. and technology and um so yeah just do whatever we can to reach out to parents yeah that's one thing like we forget is yes we do student ministry mm -hmm. and like we minister to students specifically but also a big part of that i think is is the parent side of it right and we've had that conversation before yeah. on, on the pod about how how big parenting is and how important that is and so um just whatever we can do to partner with parents and i think this weekend was a really good kind of starting place for that nice and, uh, yeah it was a lot of fun <laughs> so had a had a blast doing that and like i said good turnout from parents yeah and, Hopefully they got something out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I thought it was really cool how you guys were intentional with <laughs> your, like the breakout for them, just parents, technology, social media, all that kind of stuff, because it's such a crazy thing right yep. now. Yeah, um, it changes like every five minutes. It changes every five yeah. minutes. And it's, the thing is like, it is so relatively new. Like we don't know all, like you can see some of the effects mm -hmm. within the last like, you know, 10 to 15 years, but even um, but like long-term, long-term, yeah. just what are the effects? Of, uh, I mean, it can like be, of social media, yeah. social media, changes day, everything. We have no idea what yeah. the world is going to look like 20 years from now from a generation that just grew up on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. because like obviously our generation is a little bit like we, we just kind of dipped our toes in the water really when it came yeah. to social media. Yeah. But, just but Insta AIM Instagram, and messages. Right. did it come out in 2010 or 2012? <laughs> Instagram? Yeah. It was like. 2011 or 2012. Yeah. Like so it's when you think I mean, it's not even 10, 11 years old. Yeah. And uh, the impact, like, I feel like, I mean, obviously, Facebook, MySpace, all that stuff came out. But when Instagram came out, it like social media went on like a whole different spectrum. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I, it's so funny. I remember somebody describing Instagram to me. What, he was like, you have to get on it. And I was like, no, Silly. it's just pictures. Yeah, yeah, like, why? what I don't understand or whatever. He was, and he, was, I was like, it's just like photo album. And he was like, no, this is like a, is this a social media? Like, you interact with it. And I was like, but I have Facebook. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I, I did deleted. you go to MySpace? Are you kidding me, I, Logan? I, I was I low key a hat like MySpace. a hacker, basically, or like a, <laughs> a <laughs> website <laughs> designer. Um, uh, I was coder. There it is. I, not a hacker, a there coder. There has to be somewhere deep down in the interwebs an archive of Sally's old. No, MySpace. I did delete I my MySpace. Have to find. Greg, can you find that somehow? I'm sure you can find it's it. A lot of recently e deleted. It's a lot You've of emo pictures it. and <laughs> a lot of emo, emo pictures. <laughs> yeah, I loved my. Um, I I had a whole playlist. I'm sure there was did. definitely my chemical romance. There was Copeland, my favorite band of all time. Yeah, there was, it was very oh very emo. Um also a lot of quotes about Jesus too. So yeah. mm -hmm. um <laughs> what I think that oh, I was so self-righteous. <laughs> Can we move on? Lord have mercy. <laughs> um 
anyway, yeah. So and that I'm glad Liam, that you guys you said that. The MySpace era. Liam was Liam was it. born a little late for his time. Yeah. He could have been a famous emo punk band lead singer yes. for sure. Um, yes. So bring it back. <laughs> you know, I I looked up yesterday. I was like, I want good like alternative emo Christian music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I need I need band recommendations for stuff like that because I I kept like all the Christian music I had on yesterday. Listen, I was like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I do love I still I mean, love Flyleaf. Yeah. I still will put on that what that moratorium album that it was. Anyway, nobody knows what we're talking about. Um, it's on the song we heard the other day. Um, well, yeah, but that was on that was on a previous album. The the second it was either their second or third album they came out with the soundtrack of my senior year, along with a Reliant K album, <laughs> along with the Rocket Summer. Along with oh, Paramore, Sire. Riot. Oh my that God. That album That's was everything. Banger. Yes. That album is a banger. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. Anyway, this is not about me. This is about the Lord. <laughs> let's talk about Jesus. Let's abide. <laughs> let's, let's abide. Let's. Listen, I, th- this is, it's not really, I'm not going to share like a story or anything, but I will say if I were to share a type of story thing, it would be that the Lord is working on me in this topic. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why it, it hit in such a soft place last week and then just preparing for um, first Sunday and then the message, um, just because I feel like, um, I'll say the verse that keeps coming back to me, and I thought it was a sweet moment to provide for people on Sunday, that when you do talk about abiding, that it takes me back to like Psalm, what I had it written down, Psalm 51, Psalm 50, Psalm 51, mm-hmm. where he says, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just keep thinking of that. I feel like Sunday was a good moment for that, mm-hmm. that moment to pause um, because abiding where it, where it talks about abiding. So let's start with John 15, four through five abide in me and I, in you, and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you, unless you abide in me, mm-hmm. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit for apart from me. You can do nothing. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying this original thought. I did not like take, I didn't hear this anywhere, but the thing that I keep thinking is that it does not just say, believe in me. Mm-hmm. And you will bear much fruit. Yeah. I'm sure that that is a thought somewhere, mm-hmm. a sermon somewhere. But that, I mean, that's what I feel like the Lord will speak. It's not just believe. Yeah. And it takes me back to, we have been talking about, there was a Stephanie Gretzinger uh, thing. She, you know, she, worship leader, whatever. And she was uh, speaking at this um, this worship night kind of deal. Mm-hmm. What do they call that? It they call it Presence Night. Pre- presence yeah, Night. A, it's, it's like at a church yeah. in Nashville. Um, and so you can look it up on YouTube. But one of the things that she said was, um, he doesn't just want you to get in, like ta- mm-hmm. in terms of like mm-hmm. just believe and just mm-hmm. get into heaven. And uh, the the next thing she said sticks with me. And she said, there's much more to be trusted with. And I think that's that concept, yeah, that yeah. it's not just about believing. Mm. There's so much more he wants to give us now. And don't just wait to, he- even like the concept of worship, don't just wait till you get to heaven to worship him for yeah. all eternity. You can do it now. Yep. And so anyway, all of these different thoughts are like swirling around my mm-hmm. head. Yeah. But to not just believe. And so when I think about abiding wow. and I think about restore to me, the joy of my salvation. When you go to Psalm uh, Psalm fifty one verse ten, it says, "Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me." And so the thing I keep mm. thinking about with this, I mean, that's a, that's abiding the steadfast. So He's asking for a steadfast spirit because I think when you think about your salvation, so if you say, "Restore to me the joy of my salvation," and you're thinking about your salvation, what the reason it's so joyful is because you're remembering a moment, you're remembering mm. the moment that you knew that your sin Mm -hmm. ran so deep you could never overcome it and that it did separate you from God. 
But then in his kindness, he sent his son to cover the depth of that sin, to restore a right relationship with him, and then to even go a step further and say, I'm also going to give you the power to overcome this sin. So it's not just that you have to keep doing this and the blood keeps covering it. You can actually stop. I will give you the power to stop. That is the joy of your salvation. So when I think about that, he's saying, renew a steadfast spirit within me because I think a lot of us will find ourselves. So we had our salvation. Praise you, Jesus. Thank Mm -hmm. you for all that you've done. I am a dirty sinner. And the only way out was the blood of Jesus. And then we get away from that because we think that was good. Mm -hmm. So then we continue in our sin. The shame sets in. We probably walk away from the Lord, you know, thinking either I'm too dirty. He must be really mad at me. We don't fully believe in our right standing with him. So we kind of walk away from that. The enemy torments us with it, of Mm -hmm. course, because that's what he's good at. And then maybe we have like an experience at church. We experience his presence. We remember yep. his goodness. Mm-hmm. We remember. And it is, I, when I think about it, it's like these highs and lows all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I love that he begins, before return to me, the joy of my salvation, create a steadfast spirit within me. And mm-hmm. that is where I think the abide comes in. Yep. It's, I don't want to go all the time from this like, he loves me, he loves me not. He loves yeah. me, he loves me yeah. not. Yep. I kept thinking of this image of like, you know, those old, dramatic movies are like gone with the wind. It's yeah. like this big production every time yeah. we come back to the Lord or, you know, that whole thing. And it's like, we actually can, we actually mm-hmm. can abide yeah. and we should abide. And it will create a steadfastness that even, even when we mess up, wow. we know we don't have to walk away. We don't have yeah. to yep. say, well, he's done with me now, you yep. know? Um, that, I, you know, I wanted to add to, to that. Yeah. Um, something that's helped me personally mm-hmm. Um, because I know we want to talk about com- community and communion. Yeah. But it's like sometimes we get so numb to our own um, to our own sin, or numb to what the Lord's freed us from. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that's like really helped me is having such significant people in my life mm. who continue to remind me what the Lord has done in them as well. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So, and because it. And what's funny is like sometimes it could be the same people, mm-hmm. but the Lord continues to take them to deeper places. Yeah. And when I see that the Lord is continuing to take those people to deeper places, then I do a reflection to That's me. That's so good. And I go, gosh, you are so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because perhaps my life may not have been as hurtful as yours mm-hmm. or as dark as yours. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking personally, yeah. like for y'all, for you guys mm-hmm. that know my life. Mm-hmm. Is there hurts? Of course. Who doesn't have hurts? Yeah. But I had a really blessed childhood. Yeah. My parents did an amazing job. But when I have people in community that are are really good people in my life, and they remind me of like what the Lord's doing in their life, mm-hmm. um, it ta- it just helps put things in perspective in my life. Yes. And and that whole abiding goes even deeper for yeah. me to the degree where like having conversations with you know a really good friend of mine speaking about how he was in a uh, airplane recently mm-hmm. and he was so like uh, how do you say he was so upset about his thoughts mm-hmm. to the to the degree where he felt like vomiting not because of the airplane like you know like him, yeah he was like sin is so disgusting yeah and so that perspective then goes to my to, my, to me 
And it's almost like fresh revelation. It's like, yes, sin is disgusting. Yeah. It is to a point where like, man, I just want to vomit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had that experience for the first time not that long ago either where somebody's sharing to me something that the Lord freed them mm-hmm. from. And I'm not disgusted at the person, but I was like in a sense like, oh gosh, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I just, um, I, I, I just wanted to share that like community is so... Like, don't do things on your own. Like, if you continue to see the goodness of the Lord, even in people's lives, that's why, like, the power of testimony is, like, so profound. It goes beyond just the familiarity of, like, why do people got to keep sharing their story? No, because it keeps the faith rolling. Yeah. Like, it keeps it growing. It keeps it going deeper to the degree where now you see all these undeniable things, Mm -hmm. you know? And for some reason in our humanity, we tend to forget about the undeniable that happened in our own life. Mm -hmm. And we tend to Mm -hmm. to put it in this puny little box. No, that's not that big. Mm You know? Yeah. So either way. I love that because that even that illustrates Mm -hmm. how a part of abiding is being in community with people. Because I think the same thing. I think there there is something that hurts, but is also so good and refreshing. Like if I'm with friends and the conversation might be going towards like gossip. Mm-hmm. The one person who shuts it down, of course, it makes us feel like, oh, gosh, like, don't shut it down. That makes mm-hmm. me feel like a terrible person mm-hmm. because you were the one who shut it down. But then it is like, look how powerful that is, though. Yep. And like they this person is so convicted mm-hmm. by what we're talking about and so convicted that the Lord is too good for us to use our mouths for this right now. Yep. Like, let's talk about something different. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to be wow. do better. It yep. makes me want to have that kind of like real faith to where it's like, that, yeah, I know what the Bible know, says. No, I'm actually going to do what the Bible says. Real you know? faith and a real pursuit of holiness. Yes. You know, I've been, yes. you know, in my, um, in my young age, you know, especially like younger, like late teens, early twenties, like being in rooms with like other fellow friends or musicians. And I remember like the, the leader who's probably 10, 15, 20 years older, he yeah. would like cut it. And there's a part where it's like, Ooh, but there's also a part of me that says, I want that. Yeah. I want to be like that, yep. mm-hmm. you know, because I'm tired of foolish games. Yep. I'm tired of being stuck. I'm tired of like, why did that conversation make me feel anxious? Yes. Because you're not, it's not edifying. That's so good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's That's not. So if it doesn't good. benefit your soul, yep. it doesn't benefit your mind, yep. you know, it takes you away, you know. So no, I have I have the same heart for that too. Yeah. So well, I love that you shared that. So that, that obviously is a huge part of abiding. So I want to talk more about, I want to talk more about all of this because mm-hmm. I think the main thing, and this this really goes back to, I think, what you had shared, that Robin had shared in our sermon planning, which was, you know, in our minds, abiding is work for whatever reason, um, either because we just feel like it is, the enemy has mm-hmm. twisted something that's beautiful, yeah. something given by God, the wow. fact that we can abide in him, and he, as the enemy does, twists it and makes it look like something that we don't want to do or whatever. And so I want to talk through wow. and just, like, disarm or dispel some of these things that are actually quote-unquote difficult, but it's really we just need to work through them, and we need to have, like, the discipline to work through them. So what do you guys think are some of the obstacles to people about— because let me go back and complete Robin's thought. The the thought was, because we're talking about it, like, we know it's hard. It's hard to abide, like, Mm -hmm. but you just got to push through. And Robin just sweetly, gently, in the middle (laughs) of sermon planning, was like, it's actually not hard. It's what we were created to do. We just. She said it was our birthright. It's yeah. our our birthright, which yeah. is a beautiful thing because I've been like looking at all this language lately too mm-hmm. about like our heritage because yep. of being adopted sons and daughters, mm-hmm. but adopted, but then born again. Yeah. Yep. So it's like no, right. it is. This is our this is our native language. These yep. are our native rights and that's as the thing, sons right, and daughters because of, God. of born again. Yes. Yeah. 
like that's the that's yes. what we mean by birthright. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. And Robin said, that, "I said, what? <laughs> yeah, that was fire. Yeah, no, it was." Then we um, all started speaking in tongues. I, I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, for real, I didn't want to go in this direction. Not happen. just yet. <laughs> but since like we're kind of in there, maybe this might Please, um, yeah. spark something. I don't want to sound so heavy, but you know, sometimes things can be offensive. Yeah. Um, but this is an R.C. Sproul quote um, that I, ha- I had highlighted in a, in a book that we're reading. Um, it says this: "It says here then is the real problem of our negligence." We fail in our daily in sorry, we fail in our duty to study God's word, not so much because it is difficult to understand, not so much because it is dull and boring, but because it is work. Our problem is not a lack of intelligence or a lack of passion. Our problem is that we are lazy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's That'll do it. That's yeah. fair. No, and, and, and that's the, the, yes. co- the correlation of laziness is like self pleasure, like it's self satisfaction. Mm, it's right. it, it's um what can we do? that our flesh, you know, wants to yeah. do, yeah. you yeah. know, because that's our human nature. That's our mm-hmm. natural birthright, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, and you um, think about it too, like, what's the the phrase? We, and we've probably all said it before and like not realizing like, I mean, okay, we probably shouldn't have that mindset, right? But it's like, work smarter, not harder, yeah. right? You <laughs> yeah. know, like, and you like, it's kind of a cop out for yeah. like, yeah, like be efficient. Yeah, yes, be efficient. But at mm-hmm. the same time too, like, like you said, really when it comes down to this, a lot of it does come well, back to just our selfishness and our laziness of mm-hmm. like not wanting to take time, not wanting to intentionally work that time in um, to spend time with him. And I think, you know, it's difficult in the sense that, the, yeah, the world has conditioned us that way, mm-hmm. right? Of mm-hmm. like, well, we have so much to do. And especially mm-hmm. now with everything that's going on, I mean, you guys could probably feel it. Like even since like when we were younger as kids, like, Obviously, when you're a kid, you don't feel like you have as much to do. But, like, the world just felt, to me, it mm-hmm. just felt slower mm-hmm. at that point. And, like, now it's just everything's so fast-paced. And so I think that's part of it, too, is the world. Can, and we, I know I kind of mentioned it, alluded to it, but, like, our flesh was tricked. Mm-hmm. Like, our flesh has been tricked. And the world has corrupted us into thinking, like, we don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd 24 be, hours is not enough time in your day to yeah. do everything that you need to do. I'd be curious if a child now, mm-hmm. when they're our age— We'll say the same thing you just said. I don't know about if it feels slow now, hmm. because here's the here's the profound thing about a child and yep. their purity. Because mm-hmm. I I agree with you. Yeah. When I was seven years old, the freedom that I had, because mm-hmm. um, you talk to mothers nowadays, and you know we tend to freak out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna let my kid play outside for blah 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 blah. You know, because mm-hmm. it's different times. Oh. But yet, like mm-hmm. when I was a kid, like. Um, <laughs> Give me a bike. My mom said, just be yeah. back for dinner before the sun goes down. The that was, came on, I'd be home. and I'm outside playing with all the kids in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. bro, we were in the woods, like, yes. forts. Yes. Yes. Turn like, up. turn up. It was what a blessing. Like, I, I love those. And it does feel like time did feel slower. Yeah. But, the, but the, here's the deal that I'm wondering is that I know like uh, phones exist now, tablets, kids are, pro- but like, does it feel slow for them? Right in their yeah, current know. state, yeah, I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's as it's the it's the idea that as we've gotten older and we're more aware, you know, the enemy is going to just present all these distractions. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, it's like, man, I'm just gonna, I just want to distract you from him mm-hmm. and him being his presence, him mm-hmm. being Jesus. You know? Yeah. And so I don't know. So I'm just, mine, I feel like my obstacle has been not necessarily just the time that it takes to sit and read. Yeah. It's that I know this, it to me, it felt like it required work of me. Mm. That it's not 
it's not like a Netflix show that I can pop on for 30 minutes. And then when it's done, I I don't have to think about it again. It's that the Bible is going to make me think about how I live. It's going to make, it's going to confront me with things that either I'm too lazy to change or uh, too hard hearted, too scared, too mm. whatever so it is. Like, this is not challenging me for 30 minutes. This is challenging this me for is, like all day, all about week to, long. I'm going right? to be in the word for 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes and I'm going to have to change everything about how I live. It's yeah. kind of like I'm open the line. Yes. And so that's kind of how it feels. But this is what's funny. And you yeah. said, you said even the word efficiency. And uh-huh. this is hilarious because I wrote down this quote from Jackie Hill Perry. It was a, it was a, you know, just like a reel or a video that she did, but it spoke. I mean, I was like, this girl is preaching to me, to oh, me. She got fire. That girl can preach. She I know. She said, the fact that I was scared to ask God to humble me was the very reason I needed to ask God to humble me mm. because it means I'm not, because it means I'm not trusting something about the nature of God. This is my soapbox. So if you know me, that's my soapbox the last <laughs> month and a half is I, there's some fear of stuff that I have. There's something I'm wow. not believing to be true about the nature of God. All right, let me continue. If we, Prayed, and she said, she said, if we prayed to the devil, his response would be cruel and demonic and wicked. Mm. So it would make sense if we were pr- like when we're praying something to God, like, God, I don't want you to humble me. Like I'm scared because that's kind of the the angle she was coming at. It was like when you're scared to ask God to humble you, to yeah. give you humility because you're scared. He said, she said something like, um, he's going to job me, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. she said, take everything from me and leave me with three raggedy friends. And like, <laughs> I don't want to be Job, you know, and that is the legit, that is legit fear of mine. I mean, my core fear, you want to, you want to know me for real right now? It's that he's going to take my family, yeah. you know, yep. so I think about it every day. Yep. And so I'm scared of that. I even said it this past Sunday. Mm. I will, I refuse to, as if it means anything to be refined. I refuse to listen to the song refiner by Maverick city music. <laughs> every time it comes on, like skip. Cause it's like, whatever, what are the words? It's like, I want to be tried by fire. I don't want to be tried by fire right now. But but what she's saying is there's something I'm not believing about the nature of God. Because if you were to ask the devil, if you were to pray to the devil, he would give you something that's wicked, that's cruel, Mm -hmm. that's hateful, that's evil. But we're praying to a God, this is what she says, who is holy, wise, and effortlessly spotless. And he's going to respond to our request. And it might hurt, but it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And so it's that you're not believing something about the goodness of God. So this, she said, we have we have to respond to two kinds of fear. There's a fear that will keep you from God, like Genesis 3, when we see Adam hid behind the trees saying that he's afraid because of what he had done, or the fear that keeps you close to God, um, mm. that keeps you close and reverential towards God, because we see this in the life of Jesus. Um, so it's a good thing. It's a good thing to pray a hard prayer, mm. because that's where maturity starts. And so... This whole, she also goes, she has another thing where she's talking about this same kind of concept, but that we're believing that it's work. And so she also, we're believing that it's work to be refined. That it's something that we're going to have to do in our own strength. This goes back to this common theme we always have, that you're not calculating that you have the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You're thinking in my flesh, I'm the one who's got to change all of these things. And she said, we'll even do that. Like, We'll start to think, well, now I got to do this and I got to pray this way and I got to pray this Whoa. long. I got to be in the word more. I got to study this more and blah, blah, blah. And she said, and here we are again, we've made it about us. And then she goes into, but the the grave is really empty. Like Jesus really did all of the work. So what we've done is tricked ourselves into believing that abiding is work. We either mm. tricked ourselves or been deceived or whatever it is that it's, it's more work, A, than is worth it or that we're like willing to take on. Mm. Um, 
or that it's something we just have to do in our own strength and we're not well, calculating what the Holy Spirit will do. She had a, okay, this is what she said. You can overcome, not because you're pragmatic or efficient or good at changing yourself, but because Jesus rose from the dead. Um, and so, yeah, it's nothing mm. about your efficiency. It's not about no. your ability or anything like that. It is resting in the work of Jesus. And so, and then that's where the fruit comes. You know, I think going back to it, like when you were saying, um, in the refinement and the, in that process, it's like, it, it's going to hurt a little bit, yeah. but it'll be good. What's getting hurt is the flesh yeah, in yeah. that. And so anytime we feel any resistance towards what we're called to do in abiding, anytime we feel like it's work or like it's going to hurt, oh, I don't want to pray that prayer because mm-hmm. it's going to hurt. That's your flesh mm-hmm. speaking. And really that's more evidence that you need to pray that prayer to kill more of the flesh. Mm-hmm. And so that's the daily, the daily um, dying to oneself, the daily dependence on God. Um, I heard recently that abiding is because Logan gave the the dictionary definition for it yeah, just yeah. to stay or to remain. And to take it a step further, it's to stay or to remain in a constant state of dependency on God to where it's not in my own strength. Mm-hmm. It is in his strength that I'm doing this because mm-hmm. we will fail. Our flesh will fail us. And this it is work in our flesh mm-hmm. because whether we're associating with like schoolwork that really did not benefit us, like today's another day. I still didn't use algebra, Mm -hmm. like that sort of thing. But it's, this is stuff that is beneficial Mm -hmm. as when it's uh, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, it says all scripture is God breathed and it's beneficial for, and it gives the list of all the things that it's beneficial for in training and righteousness. And so that's your flesh speaking when it feels like a burden, when it feels like a hassle. And really it's what are you abiding in? Because we're all going to abide in something. It's just really asking ourselves the question, are we going to do it in something that is genuinely worth it or something yes. that is, you know, not beneficial to us, the, the mindless Netflix or whatever. Right. Okay. So listen, so th- that's so funny. This is what I told Brandon the other night, because the thing is you think, you think that TikTok is rest. Mm. Like you're like, I'm just hanging mm. out. No. You know how often I will close TikTok because I'm anxious? Mm. Yeah. It, TikTok has just shown me a thousand more ways that I didn't know that you could die honestly like <laughs> somebody just passed away from this crazy thing or somebody got sick somebody got this illness somebody blah blah I'm like oh, these are things I didn't even know existed I didn't yep. know this there was this many ways to get sick or mm. to hurt yourself or whatever it's showing me a million ways that I should be making twenty thousand dollars a month by doing nothing yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. it is a Trying. constant yeah <laughs> been work. there tried it showing you how to look showing you how you think that you should look I I told Brandon at one point when I so um, I got off I got off social media around the time of Easter. Even after Easter was over, I still stayed off for a little bit. And then I was like, well, I'll just hop back on, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I did. After a week, I said, TikTok makes me feel like I should be somewhere else or someone else at all times. Wow. Like, I'm whatever yeah. I'm doing right here is not good enough. Wow. So is it really rest? Hmm. No. Yeah. But it's something that still satisfies the flesh. Mm-hmm. I think when you give, give that example of like, because it's because in the word, you're exposing your flesh mm. to light. And it's it's like a cat that doesn't want to get in water. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, no, I like where I am right now. But that's why I, maybe other people feel this way. But like, I genuinely feel the flesh and spirit battle well, in my life, especially he, right something now. something profound. Yeah. You said, you said uh, at the end of being on TikTok, yeah. it makes you feel more anxious. Yeah. So the time... <laughs> On something outside of him 
will build anxiety. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Last night, um, practicing a memory verse um, that we're doing for our class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Um, I shout decided, out to the Institute. Yeah, right? shout yeah. out to the Institute. And I chose uh, not to be cliche, y'all. Don't be upset with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm upset with you. No, it's just not yet. It's just <laughs> hold up. It's not that. Just, it's not John three sixteen. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I was about to be judgy. But <laughs> it is Psalm twenty three. <laughs> I, I wanted to memorize all That's six verses one, yeah. of Psalm twenty three. Yeah. Um, because one of my goals right now is to memorize it with my son. Yeah. My oldest. I love that. Um. So that's the goal. Yeah. As I'm just going over it, over it, over it. The more and more, like each line was hitting my mind and my soul, the deeper it meant to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. It was the most crazy experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time I kept hitting the line, he restores my soul. Mm-hmm. I was like, oof. Because you can say one phrase, yeah. and in the flesh, it's like, yeah, of course. He yeah. restores my soul. But then I'm telling you, say it a million times, see what happens. Yeah. Mm. Tell me that it won't shift something yeah. in yeah. your heart. I will say that, I mean, that, that concept is hilarious honestly mm-hmm. because it is it is such a battle yeah. it can be for people i mean we mm-hmm. see it over and over again i just can't i'm not in the word i can't get in the word i can't blah 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 me too got it like no. i'm there but never have i walked away from being in the word and regretted it yeah that's what's true never never said that on sunday like, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. when well, we talk about that tuesday it's like one of those things of like i mean it's just so it's so worth it. Yeah. Like, it's so worth it. And I think of, and I, you said it a minute ago, you're talking about the pain thing, like the pain that the flesh is going to go yeah. through. Like, and, it, and it's true. Like, refinement, right? Mm-hmm. Like we said, like, it will cause, like, mm-hmm. it's going to hurt. It's mm-hmm. going to cause pain. And I think of that, I love, I'm a huge fan of like the Narnia movies. Like, I oh, love me the Narnia too. movies, right? Yeah. So like, I don't know if you guys have seen all of them or not, but the third one, Voyage of the Dawn Treader, um, there's a scene toward the end of it where uh, Eustace, is like, I don't, don't want to say everything. I mean, if you haven't seen it, I don't know. Oh, it's been like 15 years. Been out forever. <laughs> I mean, it's been out forever. You don't know at this point. Anyways, he cha- he was, he's basically a, he's a dragon mm-hmm. at one point and then he changes back into a human and they ask him like, what was that like? Mm-hmm. The change. And he was like, it hurt. Mm-hmm. Like I felt it, like it hurt, but it was so good. It was mm-hmm. so worth it. Like becoming who I, I am, who yeah. I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And like that picture, I was just like, dude, that's who we are. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Nope. Like, yes, there are going to be moments where, like, it hurts. And it is your flesh hurting, yeah. like, because your flesh is the one that is in rebellion, right, of of God sometimes. And, um, yeah. and yes, that process is going to be painful, but it's so worth it. I mean, it's just the same thing as, like, you know, like, you work out for a long yeah. time. Like, yes, it, it hurts, especially when you first start. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is a mistake. I don't think I'm making the right decision. <laughs> I was not meant to be here. Like, this, this is definitely a problem. Yeah. But then over time, like, you start to see, man, maybe I'm not seeing exact results, but, like, I'm seeing things change. My mm-hmm. mentality is changing. I'm changing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it and it, over time, you're like, there's no way this is a bad, like, yeah. this is worth it. Yes, it's painful, but it's so worth it over time. And I, that's just, that's where I'm at right now and thinking that of, like, we do like we need mm-hmm. that refinement. We need mm-hmm. to be praying those bold prayers of of to God of just like, hey, like take me and mold me. Yeah. And like and <laughs> that's a scary prayer. Yeah. And that could be a like challenging season for yeah. you. Um, but in the end, like you said, no one comes off the backside of that and is like, you know what? Hated it. Like, mm-hmm. yep, painful. So worth it mm-hmm. in the end. Mm-hmm. So worth it in the end. 
but even just like to be going through the things that are painful because like Mm -hmm. being in the word itself is not painful like Mm -hmm. there's nothing that's happening that I I feel like is painful Mm -hmm. about being in the word but it's um being in those seasons oh gosh you know sometimes I just start talking and I don't I don't know where I'm going and I just along the way I'll start going then and I didn't find it well (laughs) someone like me who I I hate reading yeah and so um, in my flesh. That's shocking to me, if I'm honest. That Liam hates reading? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like you'd be a reader. <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. Well, and I, can't, I cannot yeah. do like fiction books. Like just watch the movie. <laughs> I, I get like, that. Like, learn it, yeah, let I get it, learn that. it visually. Yeah, yeah. Not, but yes. as far as it goes to like whatever, nonfiction books, yeah. Christian books, the Bible, mm-hmm. like regardless, I do not like reading. Yeah. But it's a commandment from God. And mm-hmm. so the flesh says, no, don't read this because it's draining for me to sit down for 30 minutes or an hour mm-hmm. and just read words on a page. Mm-hmm. But when I know that it's doing something in my heart mm-hmm. to where um, it is producing fruit yeah. and it is uh, producing growth, yeah. then it's like, no, this is it's a commandment for a reason yeah. to use. Um, Alex said this um, one time in the Institute when he was saying, um, love the Lord, your, uh, your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and your mind. It's like, to sharpen your mind, to read, and to continue that growth is, especially when it comes to the Bible, yeah. mm-hmm. when it can be, sometimes we can think, oh, well, it's confusing. Get a less confusing translation. Oh, it's doing all this. Get a commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a, a study alongside. Like, there's so many things to where it can assist you in your growth mm-hmm. towards ultimately just a, a communion yeah. with with God. That was one of the biggest convicting things for me when I when I first oh, heard, yeah. heard about this concept of uh, wor- wor- um, worship the Lord with all your mind. When I said mm-hmm. mind, mm-hmm. reading is a gift that we get the ability to do. Wow. And when you don't when you see it as like something less than mm-hmm. You're not fully worshiping the Lord and honoring Him That's by so the, good. the ability yeah. that we get to read. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's so good. And so um, that hit me so hard. And then also um, throughout the Bible, and even specifically um, Jesus and Paul, um, when he was writing about why is it so important to read aloud the Word, there is an importance about hearing and reading and speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so. That's the whole thing about the mind is like, don't half it. Mm-hmm. Like, honor the Lord with, with all your mind. Yeah. And that includes reading. And that to me was like, because I'm also with Liam, I'm not a big reader. Um, it was never drilled in me to mm-hmm. like, hey, read weekly or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, but I, in my later in my 20s, I think that this happens mm-hmm. to a lot of men too who yeah. are in my same boat. I was talking to Stefan as well. Mm. Um, he's 35. He says he didn't fall in love in, you know, with reading until his late 20s. Yeah. And it's this idea like in maturity, you start realizing this is life. Yeah. That's you know? funny because I mean, even just biologically, mm-hmm. your brain's fully formed. Yeah. Your your like frontal yeah. cortex, yeah. whatever. Like it's just funny how that all does start yeah. to come together. That was Brandon. He talked about he talks about the exact yeah, same thing. He talked about it in his video. He said, yeah. "I used to hate reading. Please don't make me read." Mm-hmm. But then yeah. he, I absolutely fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. and well, it's and it for it's funny the way that these things can can happen too for him he started he actually before he fell in love like he always had a practice of getting up and mm-hmm. being in the word but to fall in love with reading it he went this like non or he went this fiction route so he started mm-hmm. reading these like fiction books when he was like I actually love this and it was like what else could I actually know and that's not just fiction stuff like mm-hmm. what could I learn that's real and yeah. true and so that's kind of that thing but it kind of reminds me like I feel like where I am now 
what laid the foundation for how I think about being in the Word now is actually how I was working out. So wow. I I'm I can be very all or nothing. So to me, it did feel exhausting to be like, all right, now I got to sit down and do my 45 minute Bible study, like Bethmore Bible study, mm-hmm. and I got to write all my notes. I got to have all my highlighters and my pens and like all these different mm. things, and like that's exhausting for me to think about. So because I'm all or nothing, I was kind mm. of doing that. I, I promise I will make a full circle here, but with working out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was working out with a trainer, and if I didn't hit a certain number of calories on my watch, or if I wasn't just like using the most weight or like mm. whatever, it was kind of all or nothing. And I got to this place where, no, I need to move my body. And I set myself like a baseline mm. because it's just a good practice to have, whether I'm not burning all the calories or not. Yeah. It's almost so being able to learn that way about well, fitness mm-hmm. has transferred into how I'm thinking. Mm. I have a baseline where I, if if my schedule allows for it or, you know, if the kids aren't crazy or all that kind of stuff, I can be in the word as long as I want. But my baseline is I'm still going to commune with God. Mm. And so that's kind of, and so it, and it can be as simple as like one of the things that I've started with is going back to roots of like um, the Psalms and Proverbs type thing. I don't know yep. if you guys have heard that. So it's a proverb a day mm-hmm. and then whatever day huh, it's hard to explain, but like whatever day it is for Psalms. So like if today is the 14th. I would read the 14th Psalm, then you add 30. So then I'd do the 44th Psalm. And then I'd do the seven, I can't do math, 74th. <laughs> 74th Psalm. So anyway, then you do the, then oh. it ends up being like six chapters of Psalms. Mm. So you've read one pro, one chapter of Proverbs and six chapters of Psalms. Mm. And and anyway, that's just oh, like, that's a, cool. so gotcha. that's a baseline for me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if I want to continue on in a study yeah. of Acts or something like yeah. that, I can do that as well. But like that's, that's kind of, and it made me think of this because Brandon and I, we just saw this video. Um, I'm not going to say who it was by because I don't want that to be like a, it was, it's a scientist, a well-known scientist. But what he was saying was that a lot of people who are in, um, in school, you'll hear a lot. Well, why do I have to learn this? Like, I'm never going to use this algebra before oh, I saw this video. Yeah, okay, I, I wonder about. if you did. So, yeah. so I'm not saying who it is, but it's still, yeah. a, it's still, it's, I think it, a good When truth. he said this, yeah, I was like, okay, I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's good because, and Brandon, well, what he was, he he, well, he said, I'm going to tuck this away for when Jude says this, like when he's in school and he's like, why do I have to learn this algebra? I'm never going to use this. What he said was, you may not ever use that algebraic equation ever again, yeah, but I the fact too. that you learned how to figure this out put grooves in your brain mm. for problem solving. So you may never actually yeah. do that in real life, mm. but what it's done for your brain to help you in real life is beneficial. Yeah. How it's, much it's more? That, to, that's algebra. It's hard How for me to believe more? that about trigonometry. <laughs> Honestly, it's hard but, for me to believe that. But if your brain did it, yeah. think of what it did for your to connect yeah. certain wires in your brain. Yeah. So yeah. Think, think that much more about the Word of God. Mm. If it's living, alive, that active, powerful. That's a good concept. That's a really good concept. Are you concept. kidding me? Yeah. Like, so anyway, those for, are two um, thoughts that I had for about me, abiding. You said of what kind of changed that mindset in your head was was working out. Yeah. For me, it was a job. So before I worked here, um, I installed like granite countertops and kitchens and bathrooms mm-hmm. for like eight months, nine months. But before that job, because it was when I was, I started that job in February of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um January 2021, but I had like a terrible work ethic before then. Like mm-hmm. I was the laziest person. You would like bare minimum requirements. Yeah. To do anything like C's get degrees. Like like <laughs> work that, smarter that not harder. Yeah, yeah that right. was absolutely go. my mindset. And then I I started this job and literally for you know I had never heard of this place. I passed by it a million times on the road. 
but they had not now hiring siren. I needed a job. DoorDash wasn't cutting it. My car was yeah. breaking. And so <laughs> it was breaking. Um, Trust me. It was, it and it did. And it officially did. killed it. <laughs> but, um, and so I, I started this job that required actual hard work picking up like these 900 pound slabs of, of granite with another guy. Um, shout out Eduardo. And, Eduardo. Um, <laughs> like it, it was like you work hard or literally get crushed by this yeah. giant rock. Yeah. Um, and so it literally, or die. like I knew I never <laughs> was going to stay in that for the rest of my life. I yeah. knew that was not um, the, the career that I was going to do forever, but that was a very much needed season of my life to where God was teaching me to work hard, to have mm -hmm. a work ethic, to not complain about hard work yeah. and just the discipline that it takes to actually accomplish something and, and to grow yeah. within that. And so now I've taken that, um, you know, seven or eight months to, and applied that work ethic, what it taught me to the way I discipline myself for the spiritual disciplines, mm -hmm. the way I just approach um, other, this job here. And and so it, it really was a, honestly, I, I'll always talk about this for the rest of my life, but the beginning of 2021 was like a transformative time in my life yeah. to where like God taught me so many different things that now as I'm getting older and maturing, I can, I can use and apply yeah. these principles to different areas of my life. Well, I would never tell yeah. Liam this, but he does have incredible work ethic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, nobody true. knows the office reference. Oh, he's like, what? yeah. He's, he's like, like, he's like, like I, I would never tell Pam, Pam this. this. Oh, she's she's actually a very really... talented artist and she's <laughs> super sweet. <laughs> and they're like, why, like, why wouldn't you, you not tell her that? that? <laughs> so I never tell Liam oh, this, but he has great. I'm sorry, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, I like only speak in office quotes, no, but great. anyway. Um, yeah, no, no so, I think that's so that's super powerful, Liam, for sure. I think uh, something that's kind of been resonating with me lately in all this stuff, and and I I wanted to kind of allude to it a minute ago when you were talking about something, Alex, that kind of threw me was, um, and I mentioned I think on Sunday was just, but, and I, I it's not an original thought. I got it from another podcast. Yeah. But, uh, it was the doing more of things that make you fall in love with Jesus mm -hmm. every day and doing less of the things that don't, edify him mm -hmm. right that don't glorify him and so um that's really like that's i think something for me that god has been convicting me personally on lately of of that is even just like being wise with like my time in the car mm -hmm. like a lot of times what i've caught what i've been doing recently is i'll be reading scripture and i'll you know read a couple times through um and then what i'll do is i'll get in the car and i'll listen back to it mm -hmm. like listen literally li and just one chapter so it's not like i'm not saying hey like i'm gonna go you know read five, six chapters. Like I'm just trying to dive deep as I can into one chapter at mm. a time and really understand it. And then I'll listen, listen back two, three times in the car. Takes a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. um, but then even that, trying to say, hey, like, all right, what else is going to, again, continue to make me fall in love with Jesus mm -hmm. every day? I mean, I'll, I'll listen to podcasts that are not Christian podcasts. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they're like a sports podcast yeah. or, you know, comedy things here and there. And so like, and not to say there's anything wrong with listening to other podcasts or mm -hmm. you know secular music or anything like that. Like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it, it's one of those things of like, man, if I can take the moments that I'm doing that and replace it with something that is glorifying to mm -hmm. God, that is honoring to God, um, where you know I'm listening um, to you know more worship music more regularly or other podcasts mm -hmm. that are glorifying to God, those are the moments where I'm finding myself of like, oh man, like. These are areas I'm in moments where I'm growing where I in the past would just consider as like dead time. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. it's like my downtime. Like I'm driving to work. Mm -hmm. I got 15, 20 minutes to kill or whatever. Like I'm just going to listen to something mm -hmm. that, I don't know, listen to a review of the baseball game last night. Right? You know, it's just like 
that's fine. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. But at the same time, man, if I'm able to replace that with something that's now glorifying God, that's helping me fall in love with Jesus every day, I'm like, that's so much more Mm life-giving. That's so much more helpful and healthy for me um, personally as I'm growing. So I, I don't know. That's just even my thought on that too is... What are those moments? What are those ways? Even like the little like mundane moments mm-hmm. where we can bring Jesus into our lives more. And and again, I'm not saying like, I know maybe your favorite TV show is not like. No, but let me say this. Right? As you're saying this, yeah. because what what's beautiful is your abiding is what has given you the, even the wisdom or the knowledge mm-hmm. on what to do different. Yeah. There are things that if you had told me to stop watching 10 years ago, I would have been like, I'm good. Me yeah. and Jesus are good. Everything's good. True. Because my relationship right. with Jesus has grown. I didn't do it because I had to or because I felt guilty necessarily. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like, I don't have space for my this in my life anymore mm-hmm. because of what right. I know I need my mind to be fixed on because it's or because it isn't like it doesn't bring me life or because right, it may it does make me feel icky. Yep. Not from a place of like, well, I'm just gonna shut everything off. Now listen, this is why the Holy Spirit matters in literally everything mm-hmm. is because the Holy Spirit will tell some people, get rid of it all. Sure. Be done. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. at, a cer- at a certain yeah. time in their life Agreed. when they're ready to hear things like that too, I mm. think. But what a beautiful, I think what a beautiful process that the Lord will allow us to partake in things, but then he'll show us, hey, here's where my goodness is actually better than mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not necessarily, a con- it's not a condemning type of thing, yep. but it's like, hey, watch this. Right, and it's just—I think it's a sweet journey the Lord takes us on. So mm-hmm. that's why it's—that's not a pres- what you're saying is yeah. not a prescription. It's not I'm telling you to stop listening to no, all of your sports yeah, podcasts yeah. and blah blah blah. But um, one of the a quote I heard recently—it was just a re- random pastor preaching like on TikTok or something—but he said, uh, he just said, um, if you want to know if someone is mature in Christ, you will see that their affections will change. Mm-hmm. And so we're all in a process of maturing in Christ. Yeah. You know, we have, and we're told it in scripture, we have baby Christians and at, at for a certain wow. season, milk is, is good for yeah. them, mm-hmm. but God will grow you mm. like that. It, and again, that is the work of God in abiding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say today, I'm going to be more mature in Christ. Like you're just going to abide. The fruit will be maturity. The fruit will mm. be a deeper understanding. Yeah. The fruit will be, let me exchange this for you because you know what? I'm going to show you how, this was okay for a season, mm-hmm. but I'm going to show you how what I have to give you is better than yeah. this, you know? Sure and so and that's, what, that's what I was hearing as you were talking. Like, what a gift from the Lord that he would, that he would put into you. Mm-hmm. Read, read this passage and then get in the car and listen to it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, that, that's just such a sweet personal thing that he's done for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to point out to yeah. people. Like, that's not, I, I used to look at, there was this one woman in my life, and I thought that her quiet time was a prescription for me. Mm. I thought what her quiet time looked like is exactly what mine had to look like every single morning. Yeah. And that was so burdensome to me. Yeah. And that's because it wasn't necessarily revelation from the Lord. Mm. It was me just honestly probably idolizing right. her. Yeah. Right. Well, and your own wow. quiet time you know? doesn't even have to be the same. Always. Like yeah. I, I found that even as I've grown, like what that's looked like for me has changed mm-hmm. and shifted. And even seasonally, like mm-hmm. as seasons come and go and change, like there are mo- like, there's definitely times where I feel like God has spoken to me mm-hmm. a lot more um, when my quiet time is a specific way. Mm-hmm. And again, right now it just happens to be like, I love being able to mm-hmm. listen back to the scripture because there's something for me about just hearing it mm-hmm. back, hearing it, like replaying it back where I'm like, I I read this mm-hmm. 15 minutes ago. Yeah. I heard it once. And the third time I heard something it different. It was different again. And, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. and it's just, 
it's cool. Yeah. And again, I've never done that before until recently. And I've really enjoyed that. But again, I, I think God can, yeah, again, can it doesn't have to be like, oh, well, like this has always been my quiet time. Mm-hmm. It's always been like this forever. It's like, no, like mm-hmm. I think the Lord can use different ways, different variations, but as long as you are, you know, actively pursuing that and seeking and again trying to abide, I think he's gonna That's teach you for me, that. I feel like the whole workout thing, when I set a baseline for myself where it's yeah. like minimum, regardless if the day gets off. Uh, into some crazy way, hmm. you know, wake up with a kid throwing up. So now everything is like, yep. who knows how this day is going to go? A baseline of uh, like some form of prayer and communication and getting to know God, I hmm. think is, I think is a, would yeah. be, a, again, I'm not trying to prescribe anything, but I think is a healthy thing for believe it, 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 we have to be disciples. You mentioned this, Logan, to be disciples, it does require discipline. Yeah. Yep. And it is a fruit of the spirit for self-control, which is a discipline, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we do have to implement these things. Um, But I would say, especially for people who are just struggling, set a baseline for yourself that it's not you're feeling guilty because you didn't have your three hours in the Word and worship and prayer today. But at some point, I stopped. I acknowledged the Lord. I thanked Him for all He's Mm -hmm. done. I submitted my requests or whatever it is, and uh, but also took some time to get to know him, whether wow. it's a psalm here or I wrote this verse right. and this is my memory verse for the week. But yep. you're meditating yeah. on his word. You think that's going to return void? No, we're promised that it wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Again, we're, cre- we're created for it. God knows yes. what's best for us. Like, yes. That is yeah. what is best for us is, is doing those things and and they're not going to return void. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they're just yeah. not, they will not return void. Mm-hmm. Um. And again, and if if that's something that you're going through, and you're like, well, like I've been doing all this, and I'm like, like I would also question too, and this might be deeper, this may be more convicting, mm-hmm. I don't know, but like again, we have to search our own hearts for the heart behind mm-hmm. it of like, why are you doing it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because we even mentioned it too, is like, man, we're not doing it to earn God's love, we're not mm-hmm. doing it to gain God's love, like we're doing it because we already have God's love, and so mm-hmm. like that should be an overflow of like, man, because Jesus, because I love you, I want to know more, mm-hmm. like I want to know your word, I want. You know that to fill my heart, to fill mm-hmm. my desires, for that to be an overflow of who I am, and so, um, you know, that's so good because it takes us back to even the, so the book in abide, and then return to me the joy of my salvation. What that is is really it's returning to mm-hmm. the realization mm-hmm. that you have communion with God. Yep. Yeah. So it really all goes back to talk to God. Yeah. Yeah. If you're trying, if you're striving, if you're burnout, if the thing that you're trying to make happen is not happening, if you're frustrated, even if you're mad at God because the thing you're mm-hmm. trying to make happen isn't working out, would you take that to God? Would you talk to him? No. Return to me the joy of my salvation is the moment that nothing stood between me and God mm. anymore because I received the free gift that Jesus wow. paid for on the so cross weird. to get me yeah. in God's presence. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you actually have the right. I lo- I said this the other day, and I was not able to pull it up. And I know we're we're going to be talking about this a little bit on Sunday, I believe, um, or at least in the coming Sundays. But I wanted to point this out because this is this is the beauty of um, right standing relationship with God, or like communion with God that we actually get to talk to Him. And so in Isaiah forty three, towards the end, he says uh, it's uh, twenty five. And 26, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. Review the past for me. Let us argue the matter together. State the case of your innocence. And it it goes on, and it's pretty heavy. But what it's saying is, bring it to me. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this together. Mm -hmm. And it's, and I, oh my gosh, I'm going off the rails here. But this is, I brought this up too because I was listening to another pastor and he was talking about, um, at the end of Job, 
why does God say, Job has spoken correctly of me? When Job said a lot of the same things that his friend said mm. uh, about God. By the like, end of it, yeah. Mm. Why would he say that? But then he, but he says that, but he says that the, the friends have not spoken correctly of him. But why? And it's because Job asked God. Job wrestled those questions with, with God. God. Yeah. Now God answered in a very pointed way for a lot of chapters <laughs> yeah. and verses saying, well, where were you? You know, you when I did all of this, Job? he did answer him, but why did he still count that as honorable wow. and say he's he's spoken correctly of me? It's because he wrestled with God. And this has been mm-hmm. such a big thing for me lately. And the thing I think about for a lot of people in church, you're mad at God. I wish you'd go talk to him about it. Yeah. And he welcomes it. Mm. Come argue with me. And it, now it says, like, State the case of your innocence. Well, mm-hmm. LOL, nobody's innocent. <laughs> like he's going to show you to where he's going to show you where you weren't yeah. innocent. You may have thought wow. that you were. You may have thought that you deserve this, or you may, you know, whatever. But he's going to show you where you're not. But he's going to show you where his grace covers that too. And so, yeah, listen, like all of these things, whatever you're striving for, because I think that I don't know if this is true, but this is just what's in my brain. Um, <laughs> that could be dangerous, but is the opposite of abiding, striving. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're striving for, trying to make happen, there is. A, I think I there can be yes. a good and a, a, there can be a like a holy type of strive. But sure. he, I mean, there's even for whatever verse it says, cease striving. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're, cease striving for your salvation. Cease striving for right standing with God. Cease, yep. cease striving even for revelation from God. Yep. Just get in His presence. Well, just again, abide in it. And striving feels more like that's on me. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to strive. Why, I'm yeah. using myself to get there. Abiding yeah. feels more like well, you no, know, like rest. I am sitting in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna let the spirit lead me mm-hmm. and go from there because let him yeah, let him be the one to move. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. You know, not in our ability and our strength to move, but his ability to to be the wind, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um that's the whole idea of like rest. And um, you know, I've I've said this analogy before on the podcast, but if you've never heard heard it before, just imagine a lazy river mm-hmm. and you yield to it. Mm-hmm. That's the Lord. That's so mm-hmm. good. You know, but when you're striving, you're the one that gets out of the mm-hmm. the donut, whatever thing. What do you call it? Swimming. Start swimming yeah. in a lazy river. And start river. swimming in a lazy river. <laughs> look at and my look, speed. And you look funny. That as a kid. You know, so and, and that's the thing about striving, yeah. you know. But if you can just yield yep. to his presence instead of always trying to press in mm-hmm. and press in. And I want, you know, like, I, I really believe, like, give more trust and hope in the Lord because he's the one that's moving. Yep. Mm. That's exactly it. You know? And you, like, just yield to that. So, yeah. I love that. Oh, the one other, one other thought as you guys are just talking, I just, um, I don't really have much words to say behind this thought, but I just keep thinking about solitude. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're talking about wrestling with God. Mm-hmm. Um, so many people... Y'all need to find a time to find solitude. Yeah. Um, the Lord reminded me last night, even in this uh, Jesus music um, film, where, you know, Amy Grant has like a little yes. broken down, ca- uh, what is it? Like a cabin kind cabin of Cabin yeah. kind of thing. And I loved how the very first time she meets Lauren Daigle, her first advice to her was make sure you buy a piece of property where you can go and be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, at the end of the day, to return mm-hmm. to him is to always let go of your ego, your pride, your self-righteousness, is to go to a place where you believe like that his presence is all that you forever mm-hmm. need, you know? Yeah. Um, and whatever the life throws at you, whatever, success, fame, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of times the Lord 
is the one that's kind of putting this in your path, mm-hmm. but we're the ones that then end up feeding off of that more than yeah. we do him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so and then cue in the song, you know, heart of worship. Like, why do we always, you know, want to return mm-hmm. to the heart, to him, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, forever, whoever's listening, like, I really do encourage, like, find a time of solitude. Yes. Mm. Find a time that you can just disconnect and be very vulnerable if you're married, like, to your spouse. Hey, I need a day. Yeah. Like, not of selfishness, but let me, like, be with the one, mm-hmm. you know? And I promise you, when that individual returns, it's glory. Yeah. I really believe it. Yeah. There's nothing in me that says, oh, you go away with the Lord and I'm out here with the kids, da, 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 mm-hmm. and it's going to be worse. No, I promise you. Mm-hmm. You want to have a successful marriage? Find moments to be alone mm-hmm. with the Lord. Yeah. I've seen it. Like, again, I'm going to honor my parents. I've seen it with my parents. Yeah. They would just go alone for three days, mm-hmm. not together, alone. Mm-hmm. But the blessings that were passed down into my marriage mm-hmm. because of their intentionality with the Lord in their own lives, yeah. you know, it, it will it will continue to pour out blessings for, I really believe, even in my children's children, you know? That's so good. That's so, mm. That sounds like a Selah. I'm encouraging you. Yeah. Do I have another one? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, I think that's a good transition to this yeah. time. That's yeah. such a good. I used to, you know, I used to go alone a lot places. I uh, mm-hmm. obviously done that a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get marriage, kids, all that kind of stuff. But even that, gosh, that'd be nice. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't like being alone. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be like a real. Which is hilarious because it's like. I'm not a mega extrovert. Yeah, that's yeah. funny to me. Nor am I a mega introvert. Yeah. Um, if I had to say I'm inclined more to something, honestly, like I'm very similar to your husband, like Brandon, where like I can sit down on a table if, and I don't have to say something. Yeah. Like that's my internal, like yeah. pure flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, I really believe in my maturity and mm-hmm. the Lord and my love for people. Yep. Like he really has grown a love for me for people, even yeah. though it is very natural for me. Um, that's where the extrovert comes out. And yeah. like, I just want to get to know you more and I mm-hmm. want to get to know people and what the Lord has done. Um, but solitude has been, it's really been hitting me lately. Mm-hmm. You need to be alone mm-hmm. with the Lord. Because that's the thing. You're doing, 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 yeah. doing, doing. You know, and the thing is, it could all be even Jesus related. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but when are you just going to be in his presence by yourself? Yeah. You know, the, I, this idea of abiding is never a preparation of how I can know more, do more. Yes. It is all about your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell people, don't prepare for sermons, prepare your heart. Yes. Mm. Yes. You know, because then you're just trying to sound like a like a knowledgeable, mm-hmm. wise person, mm-hmm. but your heart and your motives are in the wrong place. Yeah. You know, you sound like you sound, you have to talk, whatever. Um. But when you prepare your heart, mm. that's when Holy Spirit power mm-hmm. is like anointed mm-hmm. upon your life. You know, you so want to make an impact in people's life, be in his presence. Yeah. You know, you did have a second Selah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize it. It's like yeah. he took over. My, uh, my Selah kind of bounces off of that. Um, I read this this morning and it came back to me when Logan was talking about mm-hmm. this. And when I think Sally was saying something about an overflow. Mm. Um, about kind of what we're consuming, what we're bringing in. And it's just in Matthew 12 when when Jesus says, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's mm-hmm. what are we putting out? Wow. What is our overflow? And it's whatever is abundant in your heart. Yeah. So is that the things of the Lord? Or is that what we in our flesh consider rest? Is it, mm-hmm. you know, three hours of Netflix tonight? Whatever, what is the abundance in our, in our heart? Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, and so if, I had yeah. I had a moment like that a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be very vulnerable. Like um, Liz likes to watch reality TV sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, just sometimes, not all the mm-hmm. time. Like I promise you, like we don't <laughs> watch TV that much. Um, but you know, Netflix came out with a new season of this thing. We we press play. I mean, it's all about the flesh, and you know, you kind of like ooh, gossip, gossip. And I had this thought. I'm not kidding. Like it's cr- so crazy. Where I'm like, man, it's getting really trashy right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big, I said, babe, can I just turn this off? Mm-hmm. Because because I know my flesh and what what the Lord has freed me from. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to I need to turn this off. Yeah. Because the more. It's not that that's going to cause me to hinder, but yeah. if I let it consume me, mm-hmm. yeah, who knows what could happen? Mm-hmm. You see, what, that's yeah. the that's, that's the disgust, yeah. you know, like of like yeah. ugh. And that's what when Logan was saying, there's nothing inherently bad with listening to a sports podcast or listening to secular music every now and then. But if that is the abundance in your heart, like right. that's all you're taking in, mm-hmm. right? That, that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? um, it's really garbage in, garbage out, yep. and yep. so. This that is becomes life. your norm. That yeah. becomes what yeah. that you think that you're a part of that world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the, how they talk to each other, how they talk about each other, yeah. all that, that that you think that's normal. And I've no, seen I've crazy. seen that before. You know, yeah. like it's it's yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, and then James, right? James talks about mm-hmm. like the tongue being mm-hmm. like the rudder of a mm-hmm. ship, like yeah. steers mm-hmm. everything from that point on. And so mm-hmm. like you start putting that stuff out, and like your tongue. I mean, yeah. 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 So wow. Yeah. It's good. Mine is. Um, I mean, the honest, we kind of already said it, but it's just. It's kind of what's stayed with me from just this this conversation even we had today was just man I I think it's just like let the striving cease mm-hmm. and just abide and mm-hmm. that that looks different for some people um, and it doesn't have to look I think some people just automatically think like okay well like I have to have a structured like all right I'm gonna mm-hmm. do you know. 15 minutes in the word and then I'm going to five minutes. I'm going to come back and I'm going to highlight some stuff and then I'm going to spend five to 10 minutes praying and then I'm going to do two worship songs to end Mm -hmm. my set. And I'm like, like, listen, like base, like you were saying, baselines, start, just get in his presence. Like start there. Yeah. Baseline it, get into his presence. That could be as simple for some people right now as sitting in a, quiet space, turning the phone off, get, or getting rid of it for a, 10 minutes and just s- sitting and wanting to meditate on the things of God. And yeah. say, God, mm. show me something today. Teach me something today. Give me a word. Give me a thought. Could be as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the encouragement of, you know, it is a process, mm-hmm. right? It, it is a process. Again, it's natural to us, mm. not hard, should not be hard. Might feel hard, but we're just deceived. But it is a process. It and it will again, it will take time. Mm-hmm. We do have to form disciplines mm-hmm. to become a disciple, right? And um, so it will take time. It may not be overnight. It may not be all right. Well, I'm I heard this podcast, and so t- tonight or tomorrow I'm gonna start fresh and everything is gonna change mm-hmm. automatically. That may not happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, but again, the more time you're just spending with God, just being there abiding like we've said you're not going to come back to that and be mm-hmm. like mm, wasn't worth it yeah. no like so worth it yeah might be painful at moments but the pruning is is mm-hmm. absolutely worth it and in the end god is going to do incredible things through that mm-hmm. so absolutely that's good um mine would be this conversation this week i've loved all of the things and then just the, uh, you know what got me out of bed this week 
I mean, it's only Wednesday so far, but what's gotten me, my thought to get up, to go spend time in the world and the word, what to go spend time in the world, to go spend time in the word is this phrase. This is what you're created for. Mm-hmm. Like everything else. It, why would it feel difficult? No, this was what I was created for. And so I'm really thankful for even that. I mean, what an unlocking of something that honestly has been like a lifelong struggle for me against <clears throat> flesh and spirit. And it's yeah. just like, no, this isn't hard. And God promised I have everything that I need, even if he asked me to do a hard thing, even mm-hmm. if I'm confronted with a sin, if I'm confronted with a way of thinking, or if I'm confronted with, I got to go say, I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> to someone. Will he not give me everything that yes. I need to Glory. do it? Oh, yeah. uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm thankful for even this whole thing. It's just, I, the Lord is moving in my life and it's yep, just like, yeah. I, it's amazing. I just can't yeah. talk about it enough. I can't thank him enough. Um, and it's just, it's encouraging. Like I'm seeing him in real time break off like what would that was that is that a news that's not a new song we sang it we sang it twice now Which but one? the one that uh jeff led this past oh, week let the, li- let the lies break mm. off i'm like that's mm. literally happening to me right now like anybody else yeah. you know like yeah. i'm watching For it sure. happen it's so crazy so um anyway there i'll leave you with this um it's not a bible verse or anything but amanda cook yeah. uh, uh you know had that brave new world album yeah several years ago and it was beautiful and she had a song called heroes and the first two lines just say let the heroes rest let the striving cease Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's spoken to me a lot about abide i don't have to be the hero i don't have to be the savior it's already been done Mm -hmm. and so even of my own story so again those things i don't want to do well i'm not the hero anyway i'm not the one who has to necessarily do them it is christ in me who will strengthen support um sustain anything that he asked me to do so Anyway, um, great conversation, great message. Logan, thank you for teaching on Abide. Um, I've said this a lot this week, but if it was for no one else, it's for me. I'm I'm loving learning to abide because I feel like I've been a lot of a doer Hmm. or trying to, and not even for God. I just want everybody else to think I'm doing the God things. And now I just want the Lord. So um, that was all I'm telling you. That whole Tuesday, I love those Tuesday meetings. I do too. I love them. May we never, (laughs) may we never stop sermon planning. Here, here. Amen. Um, Guys, thank you so much. What a great conversation. We will be back next week. Um, we start a new series this weekend. Oh, and called, be ready. Yeah, I be think it's going to be, I think it's just going to be a really beautiful yeah, it's thing. It's going to be good. Um, for everyone. Um, so, yeah. Um, love you, New River, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. If you'd like to learn more about New River Church, visit our website at newriver.church. You can join us for Sunday services in person and online Sundays at 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. And check back here each week for new episodes of the Overflow Podcast. We love you, New River. We'll talk to you next week.